Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence control. We can. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Woo! Yes, Woo! you fucking are. What's up, Greg? Yes, I love Pardon My American. <laughs> you guys are the best. Uh, I'm so glad I found this podcast, dude. Eh? Oh, yeah. All right. Just you're pretty yeah. you're excited for today. I like it. I'm wound up. I got my morning poop out of the way. I'm ready to rumble, baby. Yeah, no, I mean one thing that got me really excited just straight off the bat is this you know the movie Cocaine Bear. Oh, right? I mean, of course. Our our Patreon member Danielson talks nothing but cocaine bear. Yeah, like he changed his avatar photo to the picture of Cocaine Bear. Yeah. He loves himself some Cocaine Bear. Now, uh, I found this article that says, Cocaine Bear, hold my beer, okay? Because we got Meth Gator coming out, all right? And I was like, what in the God's name are we thinking here? I mean, I <laughs> love this uh, creative juice. You know what I mean? I'll drink that juice all day, baby. Give me a big, warm <laughs> glass of that juice. Uh, but me- this is the the company behind Sharknado. Uh, They're set to release the attack of the black screen. Oh wait, no, no, I'm just making fun of Chris here. <laughs> but look at this Meth Gator, dude. It's coming out this summer. Oh God. Asylum Production is the company that will be making this attack of the Meth Gator, and it'll be hitting the screens this May. And you know, this is I think they. Do people Sharknado. actually do people actually watch this shit? Oh yeah, dude. I bet you. Cuz I mean they have to make some kind of money if Sharknado is like they have what 12 movies of Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah, that's like a franchise at this at this point. So, I mean, they got to be making some kind of money, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, 
Tara Reid has to pay for another boob job here and there, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm not talking about Joe Biden's Tara Reid, okay, the one that he had an affair with, apparently. So I, I'm just talking about this, uh, you know, meth gator to me sounds very, very dangerous because, you know, the cocaine bear movie is actually based off of a true event. Yeah, it wasn't it like the bear attacked somebody that was on cocaine or something and then it got cocaine in his system or something like that? Yeah, not even that. It didn't even attack anybody. It, oh. uh, so there was like some plane that was flying over knee or over a, uh, an area and dropped a bunch of cargo because it crashed. Mm. And the cargo had just happened to be filled with cocaine. And a bear found it. Uh-huh, okay. And OD'd. Like, got okay. so high, heart stopped, poo! Cocaine dead bear. <laughs> so I'm assuming that meth gator... Is what going to be the situation that I just said? He's probably going to eat some kind of hobo. Yeah, dude. And then he's going to get the meth in him. See, I'm I'm surprised they didn't go with the crocodilla route. Remember the crocodilla about oh, twenty yeah. years, maybe fifteen hey, years I, ago. I, that's actually coming back. Apparently, there's a new drug out that's kind of doing the same thing. Oh my god, it's terrifying, dude. Yeah, Did you see the people bent over in the streets and they're walking like yeah. crooked zombies? They're like Yeah, they're all, their head fucking all weird contorted and like this new drug, I forget what it's called, but it's like it's doing the same thing and also leaving like it's just rotting their their body from the inside out. Oh my dear lord. So like yeah, this- people have all kinds of like huge lesions and shit on them. Maybe after meth gator you'll have crocodilla crocodile. <laughs> You know, it just makes sense. It's yeah. there. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that that got me like. No, oh, you yeah. got to do crack croc. Crack croc, dude. Yes. <laughs> but then, you know, that the, the shoe company that, you know, Dave's wife likes to wear the crocs. Oh, yeah. They might get involved with a counter lawsuit. You know, uh, they can make or one. Something. They can make a crack croc. Oh, that's true. They could jump they on could, the bandwagon. They could just jump on the bandwagon. They could be the official shoe of the movie. That's true. Well, hey, maybe we should start selling those on PardonMyAmerican.com because everybody, you know, it's it's cold out there right now, you know. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a warm mug that you can pour some coffee into. Go to Pardon My American. You can shop until you drop. Yeah. Remember that phrase? Shop until you drop. Yes, I do. Whatever happened to that? Let's bring that back, dude. Well, I think people were getting hurt too much. I think oh. that was kind of a, like a there was a huge sales Black Fridays. I don't think it's like that anymore. <laughs> like well, they were they were taking it to the next level. Like shop until you drop someone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get the fuck out of my whip. We are that's yeah. my TV. All right. Well, no, that's it's not like that over at PardonMyAmerican.com. You know, it's very soothing. You can just buy yourself a nice T-shirt. Chris has a lot of cool designs that he's yeah. making. I know Dave's made a couple that I get compliments on when I wear them out to the grocery store. Yeah, the, I see the, crack, the can cracking one. Yeah, Jill was wearing that one the other day. People love it, man. Yeah. So I'm just saying, everybody, get on over there. You're going to look sexy too. So uh, buy yourself a t-shirt, buy yourself a sweatshirt, a mug, whatever you want, and then also get on Patreon because that is where our family is. That's right? where all the fun happens. Yeah, we're growing. We have uh, how many episodes of Brass Tax? Like twenty or something? Uh, Freaking a month. A, there's a there's a lot. Yes, and I, I put out at a strange sauna episode every week. It's about a cult. It's about, uh, you name it, conspiracies. It's about parapolitical stuff. I mean, the one that's coming out next week is going to be about Richard Nixon and the uh, Pedo Gate. 
Ooh. Whatever you want to call that. Uh, Watergate equals the Pito Gate. So, yeah, there's some interesting takes on why he actually broke into the Watergate building and what that scandal was really about. And I find some interesting evidence, and we kind of tie it all together. So get on to Patreon. Check that out. It's coming out next week, or actually this week, this Friday. It's dropping. Ooh. Oh, and yeah. also, call-in shows. That's where we have – that's where the fun happens. You guys get a call-in. Have a conversation, ask a question, whatever the hell you want. We don't care. Things get wild. Things then, get wild. And I might have my pants off for this this episode, okay? Oh, jeez. Yeah, it might get spicy. Well, it's we'll a good find thing out. we can't see from the waist down, so. Not yet. Uh, Not yet. Every last day of the month or last Friday of the month, we do Zoom parties with everybody. And now you also get exclusive full shows will be on Patreon only. And those are juicy as hell juice right drink the juice do it so yeah speaking of juice today's episode is going to be a little juicy too because uh chris you brought you brought forward a video yesterday and we never got to it but it has to do with katie hobbs and the cartel what is this all about yeah so there's a an article here too i think you brought this one up that goes it kind of goes along with it uh apparently arizona governor katie hobbs has kind of been caught laundering money through the Mexican cartel. Uh-oh. Now, Which, has this been confirmed, or is this, uh, we're just uh, kind of speculating maybe here? Well, the person that did the uh, the presentation during the hearings is apparently like a, a forensic investigator. Mm-hmm. So okay. she's like, and she actually works with like a law corporation, and she's like a professional that does this. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, what she says does hold some weight. Okay, and then this was the presentation from Jacqueline Breger. Yeah. So she's a longtime Arizona resident and a forensic investigator, as you mentioned, with the Harris-Thaler Law Corporation. And during her presentation, she exposed bombshell information about massive corruption and collusion between the American politicians, appointed government officials, and the Sinaloa cartels. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to play this video, bro? Of uh, her um, little presentation that she's saying? Yeah. Let me get it here. She kind of identifies the uh, credentials and uh, all these non-existence ind- individuals that are, you know, she's tying the things together here. Accents points have been used to change vote to- totals and they're on election results. Illegal transfers have been made and provided to Runback and Jeff Ellison. The phony deeds used in the scheme to move money to candidates are created by Brittany. For-profit and non-profit PACs are also created by Brittany and used to move money for candidates. During the 22 election, ballot scanners, printers at 70, <coughs> at 70 precincts suffered chi- changes to their printer settings, despite being tested the night before the election. The changes in those settings were made through computer infiltration, not manually or by some never-before-seen error. The uncontrollable ballots were placed in box three and allegedly driven to run back. Witness information provided on October 2020 confirms that more than 100,000 filled-in ballots and more than $13 million were identified by some of our investigators in two unmarked rental cars. (laughs) <laughs> These vans were loaded with the ballots and cash at a private residence in Mesa. 
and driven to Runback's office. Wow. The Runback company, <coughs> as you know, is operated by Robert Runback. We have found deeds for Runback. This was a planned loss. Hobbs would receive the Democratic nomination for governor and Fontes would run for Secretary of State to replace Hobbs. <coughs> the strategy appeared to have been planned. I have shown you that both Hobbs and Fontes have Brit what we call Britney deeds. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so I mean... Basically, what she's talking about with the deeds is... Uh, so they've found a lot of documents where they have made fake deeds to properties. They had fake uh, real estate companies. They had fake all kinds of shit. Fraudulent and, buyers. Yeah, and they were... And they were actually coming up with fake identities for all these people that were buying. So they were like using them to vote. They were using them to shuffle money around. They were using them for all kinds of stuff. Hmm. And maybe some votes. Who knows? I mean, yeah. It says uh, so according to her attorney, uh, John Thaler investigated money laundering and racketeering in Maricopa County and reviewed 120,000 documents. Among those documents could be found uh, fake notarizations. Uh, fake deeds of trust, fraudulent uh, buyers and sellers of real property transactions, as well as other companies using real estate transactions, such as real estate brokers, mortgage companies, title escrow companies, real estate inspection companies, service companies, like just all kinds of just made up shit. There we go. Dude, you sounded just like Joe Rogan right there. I just want to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to bring back the Joe Rogan reference. Chris used to get uh, uh, references about his I still do. Joe there Rogan. was one. Somebody said something on an episode just the other day that I sounded like Joe Rogan. <laughs> there like, we go. I don't understand it, but apparently. I was, I was like, uh, you went you went away from your camera to the screen, and I all I heard was Joe Rogan. So I just got caught up in the moment. I'm like, dude, Joe's on the show. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with this. Um you know, I've, I've seen videos like this come out before. You know, you have these independent investigations from this company, these people, these blah, blah, blahs. Then they have, you know, so many years of experience. They're investigators. But then nothing really happens. You get yeah. in front of a committee. You get in front of the Senate, House, you name it. And, and then it's I just... mean, and that's the hard thing, too, is they're coming out with so many accusations. Like, just the, the next paragraph down. So this is a quote. Uh, says these documents have definitely evidenced multiple racketeering enterprises, which include narcotic sales, Whoa. money laundering, tax evasion, payroll theft, bankruptcy fraud, life What's insurance all fraud, auto insurance fraud, bribing of electric elected and appointed officials, creating and yeah. modifying a public record. Like it just goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So it's like, where do you narrow in on this? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like, How do you pinpoint what and, to go after and, first? Is this all like very prevalent stuff, or is you finding like a small instance of this here, a small instance of this there? Like, how bad as it is it actually? Well, I mean, when you get into narcotics trafficking, that sounds pretty damn bad. Yeah, that's usually not a, a good anytime. <laughs> exactly right. So I think that uh, you know you have the money laundering and the tax evasion that kind of fits into this um, treasury kind of uh, you're breaking the rules but then you got narcotics trafficking and that yeah. is a you know you're getting the uh, and and you know what what does that mean does that mean that people within the the Arizona government were doing it themselves or were, were they allowing it to happen to uh, reap the benefits and kind of get stuff done that they wanted done? Were they like partnering up with certain things? Like what That's does that what mean? That's what it sounds like. 
yeah, it sounds like um, there was some partnering up with the uh, the cartels. Yeah, it's to not do good, some dirty man. work. Yeah, including uh, you know human trafficking, right? You're trafficking drugs, you're bribing elected officials, and you have uh, other things happening too. So we shall see what happens with that. We're not saying that this is exactly what's going on, people. We're just kind of analyzing what she stated. Yeah, but I mean, what we've heard, we've heard a lot of people come out with this kind of stuff and nothing really happens of it and you get all of these like um these kind of censorship things on there like oh this is fake news you know we flagged your account for this blah 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 this isn't proven yeah. so i mean we, we're just putting it out there that none of this has been proven yet this is just one lady's opinion that she's throwing out there and uh you know she presented her evidence in front of this uh, this whatever she was at where, yeah, where was she at the uh, arizona committee uh, okay. Some kind of uh, Senate and House Elections Committee heard testimony. Municipal oversight. Okay. Well, yeah. I, you know, it just depends on how far they want to take that. We'll or, see. Well, that and what she was saying, too. Like, all this kind of directly affected and was involved in all the voting machines and all that stuff, too. So, like... Exactly. Like, what... I mean, everything was... From what it's this is saying... Everything is so intertwined with everything else. Like, how do you decipher everything and kind of zero, like you said, zero in on something to actually do something about it? Yeah. I mean, if it were me, I'd go with the low hanging fruit and then start there and be like, uh, you know, yeah. do it like a tug of war thing. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like that piece of yarn that your cat swallows and you slowly pull it out of its ass. Well, like you, you start with, because like, <laughs> here's the deal. I, I used to have kittens or cats growing <laughs> up and they used to eat the yarn on the presents or not mm. the yarn but the uh, the string on the presents oh yeah yeah on yeah the on the like the little ribbon pieces yes yeah. and so every now and then you just you know you see the cat kind of sitting over there like oh i don't feel good i want my tummy and you go what's going on kitty what's going on and then you go oh and you see some uh, string sticking out their butthole and so you just pull a little bit but then more and more keeps on coming and it's just this big unraveling event you're going whoa <laughs> and that's where that's where I would start. I'd start with that little tiny tickling of a, a string hanging I, out of I, the. I kind of uh, know what you're hands. saying, but mine wasn't like a, a a yarn or string or anything. I had a dog named Bones who was a nightmare dog, mm. and he the first time I seen it happen, he ate like a earplug, like the orange earplugs, the foam ones. Yep, those just pop. Yeah, right I, out. I seen it, and it was like I saw the tip of it, and then it went. And just shot out like a nerf <laughs> shot gun. out like a projectile. And and then the second time I had the instance was he ate a glove, mm. and he shot oh, out a, an entire glove. Wow! Yeah. So you probably had to yank that out for him. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. I well, hey, I'm just... and I was I, I was baffled. Yeah, an entire glove. That so like a rubber latex glove, like a nurse no, glove. No, like a like an actual like cloth a glove. Go- a gardener cloth glove? Yeah. Oh my dear lord. <laughs> yeah, he How did that survive? I have no idea. How did he how did you digest that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually uh, you swallow a gardening glove, you're you're pretty much dead. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I don't know. No, it it came out intact and I was amazed. And like hmm. I, I don't know. I was impressed cuz I don't know how you're alive right now. I'm not even mad. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, almost dead, let's let's dive into this brain dead John Fetterman because oh jeez, uh, are the Democrats hiding that he's actually brain dead to prevent a special election? Now I found that this 
kind of spin on this was very interesting because you have John Fetterman, what happened like a couple, you know, days ago is you had this John Cardeal on Twitter and he was being, uh, he has this like viral tweet that went around and he's like, being told that Fetterman is essentially brain dead and it's being hidden because keeping him in office until August 18th avoids a special election which Republicans would most certainly win. Ah. We must, or this must be investigated. Now, he doesn't know that Republicans yeah, he, would necessarily win that. Well, I mean, he probably would. Oh, well, I don't know. Fetterman won by how much over Dr. Oz? Yeah, but... I don't think they'd have time to prepare anything for another candidate. I get you. Well, just to play it safe here, we can't confirm that this is true. This guy's just throwing yeah. this out there, right? So that, um, I mean, what it's would an cause this? Take. Any what would cause this anyway? Cause uh, this uh, tweet to go viral, well, like this, this idea. This even I this yeah. What what would cause them to think that this would be a thing anyway? So what happened was John Fetterman was rushed to the hospital. And yeah. this was three weeks ago. So first it happened where everybody's like, oh, shit. He's being rushed to the hospital. Did he have another stroke, right? Mm, yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Appar apparently he was lightheaded and he retweeted or he re retreated uh, to the hospital uh, where he was stayed overnight at the George Washington University yeah, Hospital. Yeah, and, and that's where he was hearing like the... The blah, 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 it sounds like talking. peanuts in my yeah. head. What the hell's going but on? Then, but then after that, like there was almost, there was like nothing for a few days, and then he like checked himself in for depression. Yes, clinical depression, right? So that was the following week. He he locked himself into this, uh, you know, hospital to treat himself for clinical depression. And according to his chief of staff, they don't know how long he's going to be in there. Like, yeah, it, it, reportedly his condition is worse to be or worse than initially expected. And he will receive inpatient hospital care for, quote, a few weeks, but they really don't know how long. Right. So he's, doesn't make he sense. lost his mind and he's depressed, bro. I've never heard of anyone staying in a hospital for weeks because of depression. So this isn't just, I think, a regular hospital. I think this is like a treatment program. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like he went to, like, Cedar sinai like one of those uh, drug yeah. treatment kind of uh, where you have psychological effects and you're kind of, you know, you need to take some time away from Yeah, it's more, like more like a getaway thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the speculation, is, and no one can really, uh, you know, confirm nor deny if he's actually in this hospital well and it's you know? weird that this is it's literally happened right after he got into office he's literally had zero time actually being a senator now right and it's he's, almost he's like he's been gone the whole time yeah like let's sweep this guy in yeah he had a stroke okay blah 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 blah, blah. just get him in and he gets it, in it, and then all of a sudden he's being rushed to the it's hospital almost like again his, his health was him. it's almost like his health was so bad that once the election was over, like he had to be like hospitalized. They're like, okay, you can finally like, let go now. Yeah, he like okay, pushed John, him. They pushed him so far when he sh probably should have just been like bedridden or something, right? Or recovering now. Now the the craziest part about this, Chris, if you scroll down to um, after this little segment from CNN, they they embedded. 
Um, this is talking about his wife. Okay, so Fetterman's wife. And this says, strangely, Fetterman's wife, Giselle, an illegal alien, fled the country with their children for a trip during his hospitalization. I re- I've he- I heard about this. I didn't know what was going on. I, I just assumed that they just, like, went on vacation. No. She left, bro. She's like, oh, hubby's in the hospital. Kids, let's get the fuck out of here. I wonder where they went. Ukraine? <laughs> well, so this, this reveals it right here. So she put out a tweet on February 24th, and she says, I'm not really sure how to navigate this journey, but I'm figuring it out slowly. One week ago today, when the news dropped, the kids were off school, and media trucks circled our home. I did the first thing I could think of. Pack them in a car and drive! Mm. <laughs> oh my god. We, we drove, drove straight, straight into, into Canada? dot 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 Canada and lovely lovely Buffalo, New York. And the pro tip always have passports ready just in case you have to run away. Ha 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 smiley face. What? We talked a lot about or we talked about lots of hard things and how we will all have to face hard things about the need to be gentle with all with ourselves. Right? So very odd. She's speaking like this guy's dead already. Yeah. And okay. So unless you didn't want to be a part of it in the first place, you knew that the media were going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And I yeah. can't imagine they were just like, I imagine they prob- there was probably media outside your, your house just because your husband just became the senator of Pennsylvania and now he's been hospitalized the entire fucking time and nobody knows shit. Well, not only that, but he had a pre-existing stroke condition. So yeah. they're like, what is going on with your husband? Did yes. he have another stroke? Tell us. And and you run away? You run to another country? <laughs> and you take your whole damn family, bro. Oh. Look at this next tweet. She has a picture of her and her kids. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a video. I don't want to play it or anything, but... It says, we did some scary things, but we did them together. We ziplined over Niagara Falls, and August got stuck. I think August is one of the kids. Yeah. We talked about flexibility and the need to always have an open heart and an open mind. We also talked about how joy and fun can and must still exist, even when someone we love is in pain. And tomorrow, who knows, we'll try all over again. It's like she's legit speaking like this guy's dying. I will will say one thing. She married down, bro. Yeah? She's she's decent looking, and Fetterman looks like a fucking ogre. Can you show what she, uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'll get it. I'm kind of looking in here. I mean, maybe he's got that big D energy, bro. You know, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, he's a big dude, so he might have a big thing. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, she's she's pretty. Went ziplining over the falls. Oh my god! And August got stuck. Huh. I don't and know. I... Maybe she like, dude. Maybe she's brain dead too, bro. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that did not sound like intelligence coming out of that mouth. We just went. We over were ziplining over the falls, and like, August got stuck. <laughs> Can you believe that? Duh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't so, know. So, I mean, it's definitely like. It's weird, right? That's really weird. That, that was husband, the most bizarre thing out your, of this whole thing. Your husband gets uh, put into the hospital 
And the first thing you, well, probably not the first thing, but now your husband's a senator, and now media are asking questions like, "How how's this health doing? Like, what are the, th- this has to be expected when you're in this position. You have yeah. to. Especially his pre-existing condition. Like, and then you have you to just, know and you answer run, stuff. You run away. Uh-huh. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. I know. I know, bro. And I just, uh, I don't get it. You know, I just don't get it. And who's paying so. for this now? Is it now, is it tax dollars paying for her to live in another country while her husband's in the hospital? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what she does as, you know, a profession. But, you know, I'm imagining she's living off some of that campaign money. Because where does all that campaign money go after you win? You just get to keep it, right? I don't think so. Okay, well. I have no idea, honestly. We shall see. It should go back to... I don't know. I have no idea. They probably just funnel it into some other fucking thing that they're trying to pull. Hmm. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Um, dude, do you want to uh, take a quick break and talk about something that's nice and fluffy? Sure. That you get to kind of put your head on? Oh, maybe your whole body on also, if you're lucky? And also, like, keeps you cool at night? Oh, so cold, everybody. Ooh. Everybody, hey, we love Ghost Bed. They have been a loyal sponsor with Drinking Bros over the past five years, and everyone raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever. And they're made in the USA, baby. Every mattress has that 20-year warranty. Some even have a 25-year warranty, and you can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, send it right back. No hard feelings. One of our favorite parts about Ghostbed is that each mattress has this cooling technology in it. So if you get hot at night, like we do here in Texas, things are these things are a lifesaver, right? Chris, Hell tell yes. us about it. They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, Ghostbed <Hell>. also <laughs> offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't even really have to think about it. Just choose from one of their four mattresses and then pick your bundle. So whether you want a mattress and a frame or you want it all, like their cooling pillows and sheets, you can get the best bang for your buck. Right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off their GhostBed bundles when you get a mattress and an adjustable base. Or you can get 30% off of everything if you use the code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBed.com slash DRINKINGBROS. It looks like on their website they have 50% off all GhostBed, uh, what is that, Lux bundles? Yeah, buddy. Oh boy, get on there everybody, 50% off. You better hurry, it's that President's Day sale. So go to GhostBed.com slash DRINKINGBROS to check it out. Uh, let's see. You have an RV or camper. Like you can me? also, yeah, Chris. What did, what did you get, Van? If you get a new RV or a camper and you slept on those mattresses that are in the in those things, you know how uncomfortable they are, and you need to get on Ghostbed's website and get yourself an RV mat- RV mattress right now. Dude, I forgot about this. It was a original piss stained, soaked, piss soaked, disgusting RV mattress. Get that thing out of there. That rusty, crusty piece of stuff. Get yourself a ghost bed RV mattress. Thirty percent off RV mattresses using that code Drinking Bros. Go do it, people. Oh man, I forgot about the piss soaked, rusty, crusty mattress in that RV, dude. No matter what age, it's always it's always <laughs> yes. piss soaked, rusty, crusty. Yeah, I don't know how a mattress um, could be rusty, but something else that I wanted to get your take on is this um, Stacey Abrams, this Zero Hedge article. She was overseeing, or she is overseeing elections 
in Nigeria. Ah, what? Like, what the hell is she doing over there overseeing elections? And in this video, or in this uh, article, they call her an election denier because she refused to give up her, um, she refused to concede to Republican Brian Kemp after the Georgia elections Uh, in 2018. She claimed that her election was stolen due to voter oppression tied to discrimination. I believe it. Everything comes back to race, right? Oh, yeah, always. People can't vote. They don't know how to drive, remember? Because of the color of their skin, Mm. according to Biden. These people are racist people. Um, So this is very odd, right? Because now she is helping to oversee the, quote, integrity of elections in an unstable foreign nation like Nigeria. Um, Now, she's why, though? I mean, why her? Why? What does she have to offer that would solidify a different another country's elections? Yes. Now, that's what I'm kind of wondering. I'm like, huh, why Stacey Abrams and why Nigeria? Now, it's um, in this paragraph down below here, it says, it's hard to say, but one of the major candidates for president of Nigeria is Bola Tenubu. We've all known this guy. Come on. He's a popular president uh, for a uh, candidate for president in Nigeria, mm. a member of the Socialist All Progressives Congress Party. Mm. And Tenubu has some ties to Barack Obama just as Abrams is a close associate of Barack Obama. While Joe Biden's interest in Tanubu is less certain, his former boss, Obama, and the Democratic Party asked the Nigerian socialist to attend the Democratic National Convention in 2012, allegedly offering him a gold card invitation. Mm. So they love this guy. Yeah. The circumstances surrounding... Yeah, the circumstances surrounding the level of favor garnered by Tanubo's DNC invitation are debated. So we don't know exactly what he was asked to do. But typically when you get invited like a gold card invitation to these types of events, mm-hmm. they're looking to use you for something, right? Or get something out of you. Yeah. I mean, whether it's going to be like a, he's going to be become like a, a donor or he's going to become like a speaker for something or like something along those lines. Like a puppet for their agenda. Yeah, he's just, he's going to be like the the spoke a spokesperson, the front man. He's gonna they're going to use him as a example or image. I don't know. Yeah. Now this article goes on to say the leftist oriented Woodrow Wilson Center, which as noted as part of the NDI election oversight operation in Nigeria, has also taken a special interest in Tunubu, giving or inviting him to speak at the 2014. Um. Value well in the 2014 on the value of opposition parties in quote progressing Nigeria. So this mm-hmm. guy is all about progression, the mo- the progression movement, the socialist party movement. Um, it is well known that Obama campaigned for Stacey Abrams in 2018 and 2022, and Abrams received an NAACP Social Justice Impact Award from oh, Michelle Obama. Barf. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, the former first lady. Well, come on now, Big Mike. Come on, first the former lady. first dude, former first husband, said that he, she, was especially impressed by Abrams' ability to double down after losing her bid for gubernatorial race in 2018. So, like, doubling down is a good thing. Like, just don't give up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you lost. Somebody cheated, and you lost. Right. But if you're on the other side and you double down, then you're the worst. You're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And we should ban your account and uh, everything associated with you. Yeah. 
So is there an interest among established globalists pushing for Tanubu as president? Economic or economically, many see Nigeria with its oil reserves and large population as the key to Africa. And there is certainly an interest among internationalists to prevent the People's Democratic Party, which is viewed as a far more conservative party from gaining power. So they do not want this People's Democratic mm. Party to gain power in Nigeria. Uh, but there's, there's more. It's not just Tanubu, okay? Tanubu mm. is not the only candidate that the globalists have uh, taken an interest in. There's also Peter Obi, who is often referred to as the Obama of Nigeria. <laughs> what? Nigeria has their own Obama. They have their own Obama. That's weird. And uh, he's the head of the Labor Party, another socialist-oriented group. Obi is interestingly garnering a large percentage of the youth vote in Nigerian polls. Hmm. And Stacey Abrams and the DNI have been trying to mobilize those same young voters through ground actions as well as through social media. This may be a case of the establishment seeking to play two sides of the Nigerian election in their favor. So what do you know? The U.S. is getting involved in uh, politics in other countries. Not just politics, but elections. Exactly. That's where I was going. But yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, there. Stacey Abrams got to do something, right? Go to Nigeria, Stacey. God, it's just another. Why? Mm-hmm. What is to gain from this? You just have one more country under this bullshit ideal that the the people most likely aren't for in the first place. Well, to me, it seems like they're trying to control the oil. Right, because yeah, the new maybe. the new movement is um, these companies or companies these countries that have rich oil reserves, mm-hmm. you're going to have to cut those off and convince them, hey, we're stepping away from oil, we don't want gasoline anymore, we want everything electric. What can we do to kind of pinch off this revenue stream? Because honestly, oil is a humongous revenue stream. Oh yeah, still. Yeah. So they're going to have to convince people. Either by strong arming them, or first it's uh, suggestions, and you know, like let's help you win your elections over here, okay? And if that doesn't work, maybe we can overthrow your country. Well, yeah, you then, know? then the whole regime change happens, and somebody ends up dying, and like there's a, a huge uh, happenstance in this country, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, we don't know what happened. This is revolution. This is crazy." Yeah. Yep. So I think this is the initial step: is you get these nice little nudges. You know, they go over, they send some uh, politicians over there, Stacey Abrams. They're trying to be nice. They're giving you suggestions on what you should do and being like, hey, here's what we promote. This is uh, this would be really good for your country. And if that doesn't work, it's the same thing would happen with the mandates, man. I mean, mandates weren't just mandates before. I mean, you had uh, subtle suggestions to go put something in your body and tell people to listen. Yeah, well, then you had incentives, yeah. you know, like the French fries and the hamburgers and the oh, free donuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you had the punishments. Then came the mandates and the, yep. you're going to get fired if you don't take this, right? So that's so, how it so, works so over this in... this uh, is uh, basically the same thing. It's This is just the first part, like you said. This is just the only, hey, you should do this. This will be in the best interest for all of us. Yeah. And then if they and, don't listen, it'll progress from there. And I guarantee they're going to have incentives to the youth to vote for either this Tanubi or Obi, the, the socialists over in Nigeria. They're going to have like, uh, 
hey, we'll give you this free case of water or whatever they need over in Nigeria. Hey, we'll give you all this, uh, you know, a free Apple iWatch or something, you know, something oh, that's minuscule something over here. Something stupid that isn't going to, isn't worth giving up your ideals. Yep. And it won't take much because people kind of, they <laughs> want things that they don't have. And I mean, it's you know, just look at what it did in this country. With, well, uh, it, it wouldn't even mandates. be like they will like they did in this country and not not even a lot of it was we'll give you something a lot of it was uh they made you think that you were better than yeah with all the virtue signaling and everything so if yep. they can if they can implement an uh, an idea in your head that if you do this you are the better person yeah then no, that's that. going to sway and- people too and where I thought you were going with that is like, yeah, they don't even have to give you something. They have to give you the idea that you might win something. Yeah. Like, remember entering the lottery? Like, if you get jabbed, you'll get a ticket to the lottery where you could win $100 million. Oh, dude. yeah. Yep. It's like, yeah. okay, well, like, that gives me nothing. Do you because... know what the odds of winning the lottery are? Not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, thank you. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, so I, I found that that was very interesting. Nigeria, we'll have to keep an eye on that to see what the hell is going on over there. Because if that gets taken over, or if if the People's Democratic Party, the the more conservative party, mm-hmm. if that one wins, we'll definitely have to keep an eye on what happens over there as far as uh, revolution. Well, it's coup it's goes. it's not just Nigeria either; it's everywhere. Uh, South South Africa is on the verge of collapse right now. Because mm-hmm. they they're like doing the same shit. They're regulating what people can do, and now their their electrical system is failing, and they're going through rolling blackouts. Mm-mm. And it's so prominent that the whole South African economy is on the verge of collapse. Yeah. So I wanted to get your take on this whole blackout thing too. Um, so I have an article here. It's not really about a blackout, but it's about a security breach. Mm-hmm. So this was a cyber attack. And I, I think that you're going to have a cyber attack that leads to a blackout, or at least that's what it's going to be blamed on. And it could be a solar injection or injection, ejection. There we go. Uh, yeah, no one's getting injected by the sun <laughs> yet, unless you do the anal bleaching, uh, right? The, the solar or the, anal or bleaching. Or like a, the... The anal bleaching, or they do like the what is the sunning of the balls and sunning of the uranus? Yes, like yeah, they, you have to. Expose. They say it's very good for you. That's true. Nothing will. Uh, maybe that's what John Fetterman's doing right now. Oh, he's curing he, his depression by oh. spreading his cheeks to the sun. Oh, he's just laying on his back, ass up, yep. with with his balls and anus directly in the sunlight. That's mm-hmm. it. Paints such a vivid image, doesn't it? <laughs> So this article comes from NBC News, and this says, U.S. Marshal Service suffers major security breach that compromises sensitive information. Mm. This is according to senior law enforcement. And the incident did not involve the database involved with the Witness Security Program, commonly known as the Witness Protection Program. Oh, so now they just know everybody that's in that. Well, it says it did not involve that database. Oh, but, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's damn close, bro. So, I mean, think about this. You have a cyber attack that is right next to the database that controls the witness protection program. How dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. if the witness protection program gets revealed, that's a lot of people at risk. Oh, yeah. And no one's going to want to work with, 
law enforcement during this time, right? Because that ex- exposes their name. Yep. Uh, their their am- anonymity is no longer uh, integral. They are exposed, just like John Fetterman's butthole to the sun. <laughs> it's right out there. Yeah. Uh, there's. I feel like there's been a lot of this kind of shit as of like the last couple of years, right? It's just getting yep. more and more prominent that these security breaches are happening. Yeah. And this is, uh, so who is this? Um, Drew Wade. He was the U.S. Marshal Service spokesman. He acknowledged the breach, and he said that it occurred on February 17th. So this actually happened several days ago. Yeah. The article just came out today, or it was updated today. It came out yesterday. Uh, he said, the affected system contains law enforcement sensitive information including returns from legal process, administrative or in, administrative information and personal identifiable or personally identifiable information pertaining to subjects of USMS investigations. Hmm. So what is that? What is USMS? Oh, is that uh, United States, United States Marshal yeah, Service? It's United States Marshal Service. Okay, so so, uh, all, so a bunch of information that any kind of investigations that the marshal service in particular would be doing is now been leaked and think about the u.s marshals what what they are known for um breaking down like all their operations oh yeah like the child trafficking the human trafficking the drug trafficking yeah if those investigations are now just kaput and everybody knows everything about them uh hello yeah, it sounds like somebody's trying to stop something from happening. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, you can't make this stuff up. It's like, of course. Okay, so that just tells me they have, I'm just speculating here, they have a mole. Okay, they so got a rat. It, it says down here, Wade said in the incident occurred February 17th, and Marshal Service, uh, quote, discovered a ransomware and data exfiltration event affecting <laughs> standalone U.S. Marshal Service system, so that's the only system they in, they infiltrated. Mm-hmm. So which they is were, good that they had it standalone. But it, if you were capable of of hacking into things, why would you only go after the one thing, unless there was something specific you were looking for? Well, <clears throat> it's like this: it's like um, if you had one database that said all of the operations that they were keeping track of. Mm-hmm. And if you were a cartel member or if you were, you know, part of this uh, scheme to traffic who knows what, people, drugs, guns. That's true, I guess. Yeah. You, you basically tap into the one where you go, the are one, they tracking my ass? Yeah, the one law enforcement service that would be coming after you. Yeah, and it sounds like in a separate database that's not part of this one that they hacked into, you have the witness protection identities. Or the identities of the witness protection program. And it said that no one in the witness protection program is in danger because of the mm. breach. But do you seriously um, think that's true? Uh, no, because if they can get into that, they can get into others. That, that's what I'm thinking. Or they can kind of um, do two and two. Here does the math. But you never know. Yeah. I don't know how they have these uh, written. You know, they could say like subject one. Yeah. You know, no kind of like a law case. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm sure they but, just don't have a list of fucking names. Well, maybe actually they probably do. Um, but with the uh, the whole internet type of thing going down, because I still think that that's going to be a possibility. I don't know. Um, 
you could ask why and i know like we've we've argued about this as far as like dude taking down the internet you're you're talking like billions of dollars that's lost every day yeah and so why would you do that purposefully and i don't know if it's like a information getting out because the the whole rumor is that like the bad guys are going to pull the plug on the internet mm-hmm. when when all this information comes out about them right Mm-hmm. And and to me that kind of makes sense, but it's like you're just delaying the inevitable, so that doesn't um, that doesn't cause a, or that's not a solution to your problem, right? Yeah, I don't. I personally don't think it would be the entire internet that goes goes down. You don't think so? No. I I if something like that was going to happen, it I would think it would just be certain platforms that are frequently used. I think that's what would that's what would go down. Okay. So I, certain websites will still remain like pardonmyamerican.com. That's still going to be up there. I can still, still go buy a mug. <laughs> Thank God, dude. Yeah, I don't so, think I don't think the whole internet would go down cuz then at that point uh the available communications are more limited if you're the person wanting to bring it down. Yeah. Well, remember when we we talked about was it ICAN? I-C-A-A-N or I-C-A-N-N, and how they hold the keys to the internet. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that they're responsible for is the don- the domain names. Mm. So instead of pardonmyamerican.com, which is a nice phrase that I can remember, it would be a series of numbers in and code, dashes yeah. in a code, right? And yep. so behind every web address, there's this series of a code. Yep. And so the code will still be available, but you can't just type in pardonmyamerican.com. You'd have to know the code. Yeah, the the uh, the gateways for all those the links and stuff wouldn't work anymore. You'd have yes. to have you'd have to have the the exact code to get to where you're wanting to go. Now that would definitely slow some shit down, but um, it could be. What if the payment processors go down too? Because if you're unable to pay for something online. Um, like a Visa or uh, MasterCard. Yeah, but what would be the point of that? There's I mean, no if, transactions. If you're bringing People it, if you're, buy yeah, but if you're solely just worried about information, why would you bring down the payment processing? So I would do that to distract everybody and get them worried about how am I going to feed my children rather than uh, what's, well, who's I on mean, Epstein's list. You know what I mean? I, I doubt the majority of people are feeding their children off buying stuff online. Uh, I'm just using that as an excuse. I mean, we do but, the we do the pickup. I mean, we order our stuff and do the pickup, but that doesn't stop. I mean, if it, what didn't work, we just go into the store. Yeah, you get cash. But I mean, it, all that stuff works on the internet too. So, yeah, it's more just um, the logistics of everything. So uh, here's my deal: is if they slow down the country and they blame this, see, my I think that they're actually going to try to blame this on um, climate which is, I think, why they're ramping up this whole solar EMP type of thing. Hmm. And I think that we're going to have this large-scale Internet catastrophe. Mm-hmm. And whether it be the whole thing, whether it be a, a significant chunk, something will happen to the Internet, and they're going to use that as an excuse to do a climate lockdown. And they're going to say, look what the sun just did to us. We have nothing to prepare for this. Uh, you know, our uh, technology is rendered useless, or at least uh, it's going to take us a long time to get it back up and get run again. Yeah. You know, so we have to prepare for this. 
we must go into a climate lockdown. Hmm. Do you think it would be climate, or do you think it would just be uh, war? Hmm. See, there's another aspect, too. Yeah, if it were, um, like, Putin or... Or China. China. Or North Korea. Oh, man, yeah. you get crazy rocket man over there doing that <laughs> stuff. Because, I mean, Putin and Xi Jinping have been having conversations now, and apparently now he, they are, China is going to support them with non-lethal aid. Mm. Whatever that means. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and that's the thing is... Um, when you have those types of forces joining one another and you can argue, you know, are they working to rid the world of the deep state? And I mean, all that stuff? that's what some people are saying. I mean, who knows? I mean, obviously there's, there's both sides to that. Yeah. Right. And now I know, um, you know, if you look at why they're going after, so here's, here's always the argument is, is are there good people that exist in the government? I think so. Yes. You know, there's there's certain people that um, have good intentions. You know, it's just like magic. You know, magic is, exists. It's like whether you uh, want to do good with it or bad with it, I should say in the world of like Harry Potter, right? Oh, okay. So you have like this, uh, the magic is there, but I can do good with it or I can do bad with it. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing with government and the same thing with business, same thing with medicine. It exists, and it all depends on your intentions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you Harry, I, are you Harry Potter or are you Voldemort? Exactly. Well, you don't say his name, Chris. You can't do that. I'm just a, I'm just a, a muggle over here, so I can say it. Okay, a muggle wuggle. Dude, I I don't know. I I think I got a little Harry Potter in me. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, You're the, a uh, wizard, Greg. <laughs> You're a wizard, Greggy. So I think there's some there's some good people in the government. Um, I don't think it's all 100% corrupt. I know that there's a lot of libertarians out there that's like, dude, you can't trust anybody. Um, I, I have a hard time trusting people in the government, but yeah, that doesn't mean that they're not trying to do the good things, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I think most. I think at least for me, anyway, that I don't trust the government as a whole. Like, yeah. if you're just focusing, if you're a blanket statement of the government, yeah, you, sh you shouldn't trust it. It should always be, have some kind of oversight or some kind of, somebody keeping an eye on what they're doing. There has to be. Otherwise, yeah. they're, they're going to do what they're doing now, and it's just going to do whatever the fuck it wants. Well, and, and there's factions, definitely. You can see there's factions in our government, um, specifically after Trump and Michael Flynn. Mm -hmm. You know, why did they fake uh, Michael Flynn's, FO2s, you know what I mean? The, yeah. the little reports that the FBI writes up. Why did they go after Michael Flynn? Why are they going after Trump and all of his team? So it makes you wonder what's really going on. What are they trying to do? Um, if this whole, like, internet thing goes out, and, yeah, blaming it on, on the climate, it's like, okay, well, how do you how do you solve that? Like, how would a climate lockdown solve that? I don't really know. Maybe they're saying, oh, things got too weird. We got to... We got to do a climate lockdown to um, eradicate the the smog in the air. Because I remember during the lockdown for the big Steel Little V, there was an article that came out saying smog production has reduced like twenty fold over in China. Oh yeah, I remember due to, that too. Due to the lockdowns, like they right? they actually showed pictures and they were like, "Oh look, we can see all this now." And we couldn't before because of all the smog. Right. There was even documentaries that came out saying um, 
how the lockdowns benefited wildlife mm. and all this shit. So they're definitely setting the stage for it. They have been setting the stage for it. I think that uh, if you want to kill the economy, you lock the, the economy down. And so they, they already did it once. It, it lost, I mean, we lost so much business. So many oh, people yeah. went bankrupt. So many people just quit. They're locked up their, their stores. You know what I mean? Sold and yeah, their businesses. and we'll probably never come back. I mean, you know, most people that start like if small you wanted, businesses and stuff like oop. that can only afford to do it one time. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello? Yellow. I can hear you. Oh. Okay. Wow. Jeezo. Yeah, you, you glitched <laughs> out hardcore, dude. I was like, no, uh, I could hear you the whole time. Okay, good. Now I just sound like uh, John Fetterman over here. But, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought, but it's okay. I, I think that everything's going to be fine, and um, I'm hoping that the Internet doesn't go out, but I, I can definitely see them trying to do something with the Internet and blaming it on the climate. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think? Uh, maybe. I, th I think there's a possibility of both those options with what's ramping up with Russia and China and Ukraine and all those. And, uh, I mean, they haven't stopped doing the weather approach, so I can't imagine that would that's not going to go away. I mean, they've been pushing the whole weather thing for a while now, so it, it would make sense that if they wanted to... Dango, dude, it, it's glitching over here. I'm not sure... Uh... Yeah, you're completely frozen now. Can't hear anything. Oh boy, you there? You there? Yeah, dude, yeah, it's, dude, it's you, glitching you, pretty you bad. You completely froze there for a little while. Yep. So I'm I'm not able to hear much. So I don't know how much <laughs> juice this thing has left in it. So all right, we'll we'll just uh, we'll end it there. Right on, bro. <laughs> yeah, good combo. <laughs> Uh, food Ended for thought. With a bang. I mean, what do you guys think? If there ever was like a massive uh, internet attack, what do you think it would be blamed on? Would it be blamed on any kind of war happening, climate, uh, terrorist attacks? What would you, what do you think it'd be? Yeah, what would what would benefit the deep state the most, and what would tarnish Trump's name the most? What That's would what we all what, have. Well, the biggest question would be what would distract you the most. There you go, baby. Oh yeah. All right, Christopher. Well, yes, great episode. Everybody, like and subscribe and share the episode. Please share this stuff. That's the only way we get recognized out there. So you got to do it, everybody. Yes, we sir. depend on you. Thank you, guys. And make sure you sign up for Patreon. We do call-in shows every Friday night. Last Friday of the month, we have Zooms, and you get full-on extra episodes, along with yes. Greg's Strange Sauna and the exclusive Brass Tax. All right. Raise your glass, Christopher. All right, until next time, everybody. Cheersy, cheersies. Sayonara. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.